Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So I just went home for Christmas. I know our listeners are listening to this probably a little further back, but it is beginning of January, the longest month of the year uh, that we're recording this. So I went home and my family was talking, even though every year we're like, no politics, we always end up talking politics. <laughs> most of us agree. Like most of us are actually on the same page. However, my baby brother's in college and that, you know, as we've talked about before, comes with a whole bunch of strings. So my family was having a discussion about um, just everything going on. I was telling them that in D.C., you frequently see things missing from shelves now. It's very scary. And when you can get something, the price is just skyrocketed. I buy a lot of heavy cream because I'm keto, so I do a lot of full fat stuff. Mm-hmm. And the cream went from $5 to $10. Really? Yes. And so like, it's outrageous what we're spending now. So I was, you know, pretty upset about this and how just grocery prices across the board are are raising. And my sweet, precious baby brother chimed in to tell us that we shouldn't worry because his economic professor at the University of Utah explained to him that inflation is actually really great for everybody. And that he's, he's, you know, a professor and professors are smarter than all of us. Needless to say, I was pretty shocked. I had to bite my tongue on that one. And I honestly thought about buying my brother some Tuttle's twin, Tuttle Twins books because I was like, you know what? Your textbooks are turning you into something I don't recognize. He also told me China gets some things right. I almost had a heart attack, Connor. It was terrible. Uh, so <laughs> unfortunately, though, my brother and his professor are not the only ones who think this. So there's an article or a publication called The Intercept, which sadly used to be really great. Uh, that's the one Glenn Greenwald started, I believe. Right, Connor? Yep who we've talked about before, he's one of the few remaining great journalists, used to be great, but it's very like economically left. So they said, what's happening is this, the inflation freakout, as they're calling it, is all about class conflict. And you'll remember from like socialism and Marxism, we talked about that class is like the rich versus the poor. So they say, in fact, it may be the fundamental class conflict, so the most important thing. And that's between creditors and debtors and a fight that's been going on forever. And so their thing to this is inflation is good because now it's like making – I can't remember the argument exactly, but they're saying that like the, the people now have more money and more manpower start to negotiate for higher wages, which puts the creditors in bad position. So they're basically saying this is setting us up for like the working class, and I'm saying that in – um scare quotes to like take over the rich and all these things and and it's I had to do a double take on that because I'm like never have I ever seen anybody have like the audacity uh, to say like inflation is good you just don't see that you wouldn't have seen that eight years ago even during the housing crisis that I can remember I don't know Connor if you remember or not oh no I I I'm I'm trying to think right now if I can think of any examples in which that was the case and and that is like the new narrative right because first it was like oh a little inflation you know or no first it was the inflation isn't happening and then it was oh it's just transitory right it's just temporary inflation and then it was oh no inflation could be a good thing actually and then it was well inflation is good for poor people and and you know not so great for the rich so those of us who think we should tax the rich you know you should be cheering on inflation it's like what what are you smoking like that's simply not the case and it's like with your brother's professor there's all these people who um they they think they know but they don't actually know i've seen so many articles in recent weeks talking about oh well we're trying to understand where inflation is coming from and there's there's lots of conflicting theories and it's very difficult to understand. It's a complex issue. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's really not complex. It's not that complex. When you, <laughs> when you print tons and tons and tons of new money, right, that inflates the money supply, which then inflates the prices. And why do I say that it's not that complex? Why do I think these people are wrong to think that it's difficult to understand? Because like, Hundreds of thousands of kids, if not millions now, who have read the Tuttle Twins and the Creatures yep. from Jekyll Island can very simply understand what the heck this inflation is. And more than understanding what it is, they can understand who's responsible for it. Because again, the government doesn't want us to think that it's responsible. It's always not, like you've seen, you know, Elizabeth Warren yeah, and yes, all these. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, all the all these socialist uh, politicians. And what do they claim? It's not like, oh, we need to stop printing money or it's not, oh, the Federal Reserve, we need to reform the central bank. No, no, no. They start blaming, like, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's the grocery store. Yes, I just There's, read that today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And obviously, we're recording this. You, you guys saw this a little while ago by the time you're hearing this episode. But she claimed that it was this grocery store cabal of this, <laughs> this network of grocery stores that were colluding with one another to fix prices and and raise prices to make more money because we could take advantage of it's like are you kidding me that is not how businesses work uh, clearly no but well, you know what's kind of funny is paul krugman who we never agree with ugh, was no. actually saying some some good things about this and actually like we shouldn't jump to calling for price controls that's when the government steps in and says we have to make sure that you don't pay more than this for an item because economy and because uh, they don't understand how things work but all everybody, all the like libertarians or smart economists were basically tweeting at him saying, uh, thank you for saying something sane. Like, thank you for tweeting the right thing. And then he deleted the tweet because he didn't like that we were all agreeing. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I can't be seen to agree with the free market people that yes. would damage my reputation. No, it's it's so troubling because when when you don't understand who is responsible for the inflation, you're gonna get more inflation. Right. They're the, the shenanigans are going to continue. If you don't know that the Federal Reserve is responsible, then the Federal Reserve can continue to get away with doing the same thing before. And and look, the inflation rate is going up. That's a problem. Oh, yes. We've heard a lot of news about it. It's very worrisome and it's very harmful to a lot of people. But but it's also a distortion because the statistic that the government uses to determine what inflation is is a totally manipulated statistic. It's called the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. And the government will say, okay, we're going to pick a few items, uh, maybe beef and a used car and an apartment and video games or whatever. And they come up with a list and then they monitor the prices of that list. But if things get out of whack or whatever, they'll swap out a price and pull in a new type of product. So it's not a standardized thing. It's not looking at the whole market. There are industries and products and things where inflation is going like crazy. But the inflation of that price of that product is not being factored in to the government's calculation because they don't include it on their, their list. And so it's a manipulated statistic, which means inflation is really higher than they're claiming it is. So it's scarier. And it's, it's actually scarier. scarier. <laughs> right. And it's it's a big problem right now because, like, I'll give this example, right? Um, my uh, The folks on my team here at Libertas Institute, um, their bills are all going up 
as are mine, right? Like everything's costing, like you said, your cream just doubled in price. And, and so it's difficult because people are paying with higher costs and now homes are crazy expensive and, and all these things. Okay, so then like I feel like I want to compensate them more because they're struggling and I, I need to uh, pay them more just because they're a valued part of my team and I don't want them struggling. But like in my case, I run a nonprofit, but even if it was a normal business selling stuff, if I were to just raise the prices on someone else, I might sell less and do poorly in business because customers aren't willing to pay that high price. Or in my case, running a nonprofit, I can't guarantee that all my donors are going to give me 5% more or 10%. So it's, it, it puts business owners in the middle of this very difficult circumstance because people are suffering and, and they're not getting rate. Like if you, let, let's say, let's say uh, someone out there, uh, one of the teenagers is listening and let's say you work at, I don't know, Walmart or McDonald's or some kind of minimum wage or maybe like 12 to 15 an hour job. So let's say you get that job and for the next three years, you're working at that job and maybe you get a modest raise. You go from you know, $12 to 1350 or something. But in the same amount of time, if inflation went up by, you know, 10% or 15 or whatever it really is, then your raise of, you know, 5% is you're actually losing money, right? Because your wage, your salary, your earnings are not keeping up with the price of inflation. So it may look like, oh, I got a raise. That's exciting. And yet if everything keeps costing more, the purchasing power of your money is actually going down. You're worse yep. off than you were a year before. And so it's very difficult because it's hard for wages, your salary, your hourly rate to keep up with the, with the rate of inflation. There's a lot of people who work in minimum wage jobs and that's tough because if your company keeps you at minimum wage, well, minimum wage has been pretty you know, set for a while. I think minimum wage laws just need to be abolished. They don't mm -hmm. make any sense. Subject for another day. But if you make a minimum wage and you've been at minimum wage for five years, you're losing money. You are not just staying at minimum wage. And it's not just that you're not getting raises and getting paid more. You're losing money because every single year, the value of your dollar is going down. So if you were at 725 or whatever the minimum wage is in five years, maybe you're still making 725, but it's like you were making maybe $6 an hour based on the purchasing power from five years before. So it, it creates so many problems. At the end of our Creature from Jekyll Island book, we have the drawing about the you know, the, the folks who are, you know, uh, investing wrong and it's creating all these problems because the Federal Reserve is manipulating prices and the creature from Jekyll Island, right? This creates real harm for families, real harm for individuals because the, the purchasing power of their money is being destroyed. And that is wrong. It's evil. It's unjust. And, and so few people know what's actually happening. That is the genius of all this, Brittany, is that the, the government and the creature from Jekyll Island not only are they doing all of this and causing all this harm, but hardly anyone knows yeah. that they're doing it and hardly anyone understands. So you cannot fight for a solution to a problem that you don't even understand. The government's goal, and certainly the Fed as well, is for us to not know what they're actually doing. And, and so then you have the media that's very compliant and writing articles, like I said, oh, it's very difficult to understand and no one quite understands. And you have politicians who aren't pointing the problem at the government. They're saying it's the grocery store cabal. They're the, <laughs> it's a conspiracy of grocery stores that are raising Britney's price for cream. Give me a break. And, and, and so they want to distract our attention 
from the actual problem. Because if we all understood the problem, we would be able to quickly agree, I think, on some solutions and actually address the issue. But the people in power, including the media, they benefit from the current system. They benefit from the newly printed money. They like that there's all this new money coming in and it benefits them. They don't want us to fight it. They don't want us to stop the inflation. It's Inflation is good for a lot of people. It's not the rich. It's not the poor. It's the people in power who have access to that newly printed money at first before it, it creates all that havoc and devastation in the broader economy. Do you remember the statistic? I just heard this the other day. Like, like it's like sixty percent, maybe more, of all the money in in rotation today, or you know, in circulation today, was printed within the last like two years. I will, you know, I'll have to pull that stat somewhere. Have you heard this stat? I've you know heard what I'm talking a lot about? of similar stats. The the average number, the the best research I've seen says it's around twenty five to thirty percent. Uh, that granted, that's the amount that was created in twenty uh, twenty twenty. And so if you add in 2021, I'm sure the number goes up, but but uh, I, I don't know that number exactly. It's a lot, though. It's a lot. And it actually reminds me of, you know, you were talking about the people, the purchasing power and people who lose. And that struck me as the Tuttletown grandparents, right? I believe, uh, what book is it? I just forgot. It's Creature from Jekyll Island is the book, right? Where we, we learn about the yeah. Tuttletown's grandparents who saved for their retirement. Yep. But now that retirement money is not worth what it was when they saved it. Think about everybody's grandparents who saved for their retirement. And now it's it's not worth as much. You know, you said the people being hurt is the real problem. And you're right. The government is the only is the only entity benefiting from this. It's really it's not just scary. It's sad. It's really sad because our economy is not doing super great right now. It's and, sad and it's it's harmful when you don't know that there's an end in sight. Yes. And and how can you plan if, if you know, think talk to your mom and dad for the kids that are listening. Ha have them explain to you how they budget as a family, how they plan their finances, have them talk to you about their concerns with inflation. As you look towards next year and the year after that and the year after that, as they think about their retirement, right? If they save all this money and they've been hardworking because when they're old, they want to have, you know, healthcare and insurance, maybe live in a nice, you know, retirement community or whatever. So they're saving and they're investing. So ask them how inflation affects their savings and how that impacts them, right? But what about your future for the kids out there? What about, you know, education? If you're going to go to college or you want to start a business and your parents are, you know, saving to help you do that or you're saving yourself, it's like you're in a, like a hamster wheel, right? And you're constantly <laughs> like trying to move forward, except you're kind of staying in the same spot and sometimes even being pulled in the, the backwards direction. And it's very tough. So parents, uh, talk to your kids about this. Guys, have a conversation as a family what does inflation actually mean? What are those hard conversations that we're having to have? Because it's happened throughout history. It's happening all over the world right now, even worse in cases like Venezuela, for example, Ugh, yeah. where you have hyperinflation and, and it's extremely problematic. So it's not nearly that bad here, but it's bad and it is causing problems and it could and might get a lot worse. So it's important for us to talk about this, for us to understand it, because when we understand the problem, we can be part of the solution. So if nothing else, guys, go open your Creature from Jekyll Island book. Mm -hmm. Let's revisit the issue. Share it with a friend. Let's overturn all this ignorance and get people to understand what is actually happening in the economy, why inflation happens, who's at fault, and what we can do to try and fix it. Brittany, great conversation as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. 
You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.